Good morning, everybody. This is Marcus today. Pre-market podcast on Friday, the 8th of September, and a mixed night on Wall Street. Dow Jones up 58, NASDAQ down 0.89%, S&P 500 down 0.32%. Futures this morning are up 7, which is mildly encouraging. That follows an 86-point fall on our market yesterday, which is a 1.19% fall, and that was led by the resources sector and particularly BHP going ex-dividend, but also a 2% fall in the iron ore price in Asia yesterday, which has killed this recent rally in resources, a rally we've bought into in our ideas portfolio. So things are going to be looking a little shabby this morning. Overnight, BHP down 2.64% in the US, Rio down 3.27%. But the main story overnight is big tech and in particular, Apple. The Apple share price was down 2.9% overnight at one point it was down over 5%. It actually closed 2.3% off its lows. And in the last three days, on the back of this Chinese ban of Apple products in government agencies, some government agencies, on the back of that, Apple in the last three days from very top to very bottom has fallen 8.65%. The good news is it did close 2.3% off the bottom. So buyers were in on the lows yesterday. And there are other companies involved as well, companies with big Chinese exposures. So Apple has 20% of its revenue coming from China. Other companies with exposures, most notable, Boeing, Qualcomm. Qualcomm was down 7.2% overnight, and that's down almost 10% in the last three days. Micron, only down 0.8% overnight. Skyworks Solutions, down 7.3% overnight. And there are a host of other companies, from Microsoft to Tesla, all of which are exposed to China, of course, but they only saw mild fall overnight. But this is why the Nasdaq was down almost a percent overnight whilst the Dow Jones was up. Amazon, Alphabet were up overnight. Oracle was up. Berkshire Hathaway slightly up. Financials slightly up. So it's really a specific big tech issue. And the American analysts, US analysts are debating whether this is just a moment or this is a protracted response retaliation to American concerns about Chinese products threatening national security. And I always pronounce this wrong, most notably Huawei. I pronounced it wrong, haven't I? Their phone company, which launched its new smartphone last week using a Chinese chip maker. It's said to be a breakthrough phone. So this is all a rather convenient move by the Chinese to ban Apple phones in government agencies to coincide with the launch of that phone. So maybe it's just that, or maybe this is a new move to squeeze out American technology from the Chinese government. It's also seen as a consequence of the weak Chinese economic trend, which might naturally drive a level of protectionism for Chinese companies. So a fair bit of uncertainty. My guess, only guessing now, but my guess is that Australian or US government agencies might well ban Chinese phones from use in their offices, just as the Chinese have banned American ones. So maybe it's not a anti-US campaign. It is a rather understandable instruction not to bring American technology into government offices anyway. Obviously not good for big tech in the last couple of days. Let's see if it blows over or builds up. Other things to note overnight, oil price taking a bit of a breather down 0.98%, Brent down 0.8%, WTI. Metal prices mixed, not doing much. Iron ore price, as I say, it was down 2% in Asia yesterday, down 
2% this morning. No notable moves in other commodities. The mildly encouraging development overnight was that the US 10 and two-year bond yields actually dropped for the first time in a few days, down four basis points and seven basis points. That's quite a significant drop. That encourages the peak rate narrative and also Bitcoin up 1.9%. I got asked in a investor meeting I spoke at on Wednesday what I thought of cryptocurrency and I have to say my opinion remains that it doesn't matter whether cryptocurrencies have got integrity, doesn't matter whether they've got a future. For most investors who are trying to earn an income to live off out of their nest egg, it's not about prices going up, it's about volatility, it's about lying in bed at night and knowing that your investment in Woolworths is going to be fine tomorrow because people are still buying food. You cannot lie bed in str- uh, you cannot lie straight in bed with cryptocurrencies. If they are up or down 14% overnight, you will not know why. And that sort of volatility, even if it's got integrity, that sort of volatility in an asset price just screams unattractive. As you get older in life, volatility matters. And if you want to gamble and trade, go volatile. Cryptocurrency is too volatile for the average Australian retiree investor. Good for traders. Right, what else have we got? A few headlines outside of the Apple headlines. China suspected of using AI on social media to sway US voters, says Microsoft. Chat GPT traffic slips again for third month in a row. Are you using Chat GPT so much? Was a bit of a fad there for a minute, wasn't it? I pointed out yesterday, Nick Griffin from Munro Partners has an article on Livewire. Going to have a read of that. He's a very smart chap who has invested globally in long-term themes, particularly in technology. And whilst AI, he admits, might have got ahead of itself price-wise, it is just the beginning of the runway. Then there are a few quite positive headlines from Fed governors. Fed's Goolsby says he hopes golden path is within reach. Fed speak fastest monetary tightening in a generation sufficient to return inflation to target by the middle of 2024. That would be nice. Fed's Williams, an open question whether Fed will need to hike gain. There you go. You've got Fed governors talking about the Fed having reached the peak already. Canada says 2% inflation target now in sight. Rates on hold. GDP down 0.2% last quarter. So Canada's a very similar economy to our own. Inflation target now in sight. Maybe the inflation target's now in sight in Australia as well. Look out for the US CPI number next Wednesday. Morgan Stanley to launch chat to launch AI chat bot to woo wealthy. Hmm. Use of AI in finance likely to trigger rise in fraud, says UK Watchdog. And then we've got a bunch of stuff about President Xi not attending G20, but at the same time, Albanese is to meet Xi, ending seven-year China freeze, looking to free a couple of hostages and also peel back some sanctions. RBA Governor Philip Lowe gave a speech yesterday. Thoughtful, humble and humorous, said the AFR. Goodbye, Phil. Decarbonisation in mining still a long way off, says another headline. Most of the lithium stocks overnight were down. Let's have a look at the diary. No local data today. Japanese second quarter GDP, German final CPI, US July consumer credit, and Chinese CPI and PPI at 11.30am on Saturday. Not much going on. In other words, as I say, focus on the US CPI number next Wednesday. Right, that's about that. Okay, vibes on interest rates. Is the Apple ban the start of an anti-American tech campaign or just an Apple ban? Futures up a touch after a very shabby 
day yesterday. Mineral Resources ex-dividend 70 cents today. WiseTech also ex-dividend. CSL ex-dividend on Monday, but nobody's going to buy CSL for the yield. Hub 24 ex-dividend on Monday as well. Looking for big ex-dividends next week. Don't seem to be many. That's it. You have a fabulous morning. I'll be back with the members podcast later on. Thank you.